1: Dave, we're back on The boiling point, and it's going to be a hairy, hairy discussion today. Well, I, I look forward to understanding what that means. I don't know. It just sounded like a good way to intro. Okay. Great intro. <laughs> great
2: intro. Now we've got everyone hooked. Uh, they will not turn this off now.
1: Th- th- there's a couple of neat little things before we introduce our, news, our, our next guest. A few episodes ago, uh, we interviewed a guy named DJ Waldo. Remember DJ? I remember that, yes. So DJ has a podcast called Living Your Passions, and after our podcast... Um, previously discussing uh beard culture etc and we learned about marketers with beards um i got an email from dj waldo saying i gotta meet this matt white guy the the beard oil guy that you talked about so i connected them and matt was a guest on djs so look at the little interconnected community we have of podcasts. and and,
2: and, then and dj is he's in based in where
1: He's in Seattle or Northern California? Okay, because so you know
2: the thread goes all around North Francisco. America, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, DJ, I apologize because I know you listen to all our episodes. I apologize. I think you're in San Fran. If not, just send us a tweet. <laughs> but living your passion. So this guy that we've got coming on not only is living his passion, he's wearing his passion, he's growing his passion, and he's selling his passion. And can you smell me right now? you smell? Uh, no, I can't. Oh, I'm surprised, because I, I'm smelling of his passion right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good intro. Matt White, the, the founder can't, And can't redo it. Sorry, founder Matt. founder of Sussex Beard Oil is on the mic, on the Matt. Boiling Point, and Matt is uh, Atlanta, Canada's beard. I'm just going to say that. He is the beard. Okay? And he's, he's inspiring people all over the world. Matt, welcome. Welcome on to the Boiling Point. How about continuing your introduction for us?
3: Wow. I don't know if I can really add anything to that other than, you know, uh, hopefully someday we'll have, you know, uh, a smell of vision or I'm I'm, I'm working on on a scratch and sniff on my website. Nice. But, but, But so far, everybody gets back to me and says it just smells like their finger.
1: Or their computer screen.
3: Yeah, so I, I can't—we're not there
1: yet. Technology's <laughs> not with us yet. And, Matt, yeah, one of the rules of the Boiling Point is we're not allowed to talk about the Boiling Point uh, audio booth that we're in right now. But we okay. do every week. And uh, I tell you, man, you're committing, if you come into this booth, uh, Dave and I commit to each other to keep the smells to a bare minimum. I mean, we're in a tight spot. But I am okay. wearing the beard oil right now as we speak, uh, and I smell good. So, Matt, tell Dave and our listening audience— a little bit about your passion, your business. And for those of us, yeah, the beardless,
2: because there would be many viewers that would be or listeners that would be beardless.
3: Well, you know, there's no such thing as beardless people. Oh. You know, they just <laughs> have an they have an internal beard. Okay. And uh so we discovered that everybody has that beard. It's some of it is just exterior, some of it's just inside. So um someday I hope to help more people discover their inner beard. So anyway. <laughs> okay well, um, what gets started is basically I've had over thirty some years of facial hair experience of different types that has gone with you know the the eighties mustache right through you know to the nineties goatee and and um and everything in between sideburns yeah i've done the burns the, the pinch everything <clears throat> but in the last few years. I have decided to, uh, it's like the beginning years of my uh, facial hair growth, I had a a full beard, and then uh, between times it had not, and then uh, in the last few years, decided I was going to go all crazy with it. So I had a chance to grow a full beard, like tremendously full, and um, as I was in the middle of growing it, I noticed my skin was dry, the hair was breaking off. It was gnarly looking and I really did not want to do the mountain man thing because it's just not my, my, even though I was living on the mountain at the time. And uh, so I wanted to look after my beard a little bit more. And so I started using some different things that I read about on the internet and everything made me frustrated and said, "No, well, that's not it. To that point where, of course, I know there's some men listening out there that are like this, you can go buy a chair and you look at the chair and you say, I could make that better than that. You know, it's just a man thing. And uh, so I uh, decided I'm gonna make something better than what I've been seeing and see where it goes. So through a, you know, uh, some events and so on, I, I connected with some people that are were knowledgeable in soap making and so on. And I just, you know, picked their brain on it. And next thing you know, six months later, we came up with a recipe that is now known as the Sussex Beard Oil original recipe, and it's a secret recipe that um, we protect very closely. And uh, and we put that same the same scent that you have in the oil, we put in all our products, and all our products are now are made naturally, um, hand blended. You know the same care right from the beginning and uh, and that's kind of how it kind of morphed from there you know just with from the oil we went to the soap we went from the soap to the conditioner I, I have a conditioner we call slumberjack because it works while you're asleep and uh, we did that purposely so it'd be a you know an thing easy thing to use yeah. and I'm getting report now now after after about a year of activity, I'm getting reports back from several people that are finding different uses for our product.
2: I, which which makes me question. What <laughs> it makes you mild The mind go wild. Well, how so? Where how? Like where are your customers? Like where are they? Where, like, so by the way, for the listeners, you're in Sussex, which is kind of in the. I, I always think of it as like in the middle of New Brunswick, in the middle of three kind of of the urban centers. It's yeah. a it's a relatively rural place, I would say. Is that fair to say, Matt? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, so 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 you're not going to have massive sales from Sussex so um, no. for the listeners like where 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 are they where are the customers coming from
3: well right now we have 12 locations across Canada that are carrying our product yeah. and uh, in the Maritimes and in Ontario and Alberta and uh, so we just started really pushing that part of it because um, One of the whole things, it's it's great to have a great product, but unless people get it in their hands and can use it, then it's really no good. And when I I made the decision, it was not going to be just for myself. It was going to be for everybody. I had to find creative ways to get it out there. So um, getting it into retailers was one of the best best ways to do it. Uh, We're in Prince Edward Island right now as of last week and um and mostly a lot of lot of the uh activity has been through our website sussexbeard.ca and where people can go online and order it anywhere now we're really we're really opening the border now to the u.s we were a little timid to do that uh but i've got people that have been re- one person received it as a gift at christmas and he's putting it all over the internet how wonderful it is so all his u.s friends are now seeing it and uh and also with DJ Waldo the same thing you know within within a week of the podcast i was getting emails throughout the state saying how can i get this so um that's how we've been doing it just um just through mailing it out to people and through retailers
2: that's a beautiful so are you are you happy with the response are you surprised by it? like how how are you feeling
3: i am pleasantly surprised um I, when, when, when somebody sends me an email or if I meet somebody on the street and they'll say, you're that beard oil guy, aren't you? And I'll say, yeah, I am. And they, they say, I use your stuff. It's so good. And I look at them still at this day. I look at them and I said, I know, right. You know, it's like, (laughs) I, I, it's like, I'm, I'm amazed still by it myself. And uh, so it makes it, I can stand there with a person and, and, be amazed at the same time.
2: So now now you know what's happening. Hey, eh? I'm starting to want to grow a beard. Well, like, this is crazy. What
1: what has like, like we've been talking about beards like for many episodes now, Dave. So wh- wh- where's
2: Oh, I can just and I in the, the the reality is, Matt, I could just cough really hard right now and grow an instant beard. Like that's how really? I, like, oh yeah, like I just it's, it's, it's not a problem.
1: I got to plug my nose and then blow really hard in my mouth and then then the beard pops up. Yeah, like I mean like it grows that easily.
3: And and we're, you know, what we we have a motto that says, you know, behind every beard, there's a chin. And uh, we never want to lose focus that it's really the person that we, we like the story of the person that uses the product. So even if there isn't a beard, there's still a chin. So we're trying to to create products that cater to anybody with a chin. And That's
2: uh, a big market.
1: That's a good and market.
3: That's right. And so, and you know what? There's not a lot of naturally made products for men out there. And so it's made us really push hard to come up with, uh, like we're we're testing a pomade this week. Um, okay. We came up a pomade. It's a hair a hair product okay. for keeping the hair in one place and uh, and keeping it healthy. And uh, we came out with a mustache wax. I I haven't officially launched it, but we do have a shaving soap that I called "If You Must" shaving soap. Yes. And uh you know and
2: I it sounds like you got a bit of a marketing band. <laughs> That's the thing like, about Matt, he um like do, do you do you take marketing or are you just naturally He's creative? a natural marketer. Yeah. Like the names just, the names are beautiful.
3: Well I just love people and I love them to use I love them to have fun using our stuff. And so when I came up with the names I wanted people even to pick up the package and read it and, and smile. And uh and even in our instructions I have a a really good friend who is a bearded man, and he's a tremendous writer. He's he's actually recently won some awards for his writing, and uh, he's been helping me out with my instruction because I'll give him what I feel it should say, and he makes it sound even better. So, like our if you must shaving soap, at the end, the last statement on the instruction says, "Now stand there and think about what you've just done," um, you know, stuff like that, just to stay with our bearded model, but yet. You know, we've got even guys with beards shave on their cheeks and on their necks, and uh, we want to provide them with a, a good, natural, healthy product to use. And, uh, and I hate to say this for the guys out there, but I'm getting emails from ladies who are using our soap to shave their legs with. So, you know, uh, it's getting out there, and people are discovering um, the beard oil has, is being used as a shave oil now. Um, so it's almost, uh, you know, at first I, I almost fell over thinking, no, don't do that, to it. But anyway, it's, ah, okay. You know, it's but, okay. But you know what?
1: Uh, every lady on earth has a chin, every single one. So, you know, it's, you've really, you've doubled your market. Um, Dave, another really neat thing about Matt is he didn't finish his slogan. So behind every beard is a chin and behind every chin is a man and every man has feelings. I don't know that's if I right. said that right,
3: Matt. Well, you know, it's that's basically it. it's like behind every beard, there's a chin, and every chin is connected to a man, and that man has victories and troubles and turmoils in his life, and we we sometimes we enjoy being connected to that. So I'm pretty brutal when I'm with somebody for the first time. I'll ask them questions and find out about their lives and. And some of my favorite photos that I get from bearded guys are them pictured with their family. Like you see this big burly bearded man and he's hugging his child and his child is like smiling and and I've got a chance to meet at when I've done uh, a couple of shows I've gone and uh some of the people will come to my table with their family and their little child is their little boy there. I remember one time and he was so proud of his dad being a big bearded man. And, and the wife and the wife is standing there just beaming because her husband is happy about himself. Right. And, and he's got something he shares with other people and it's, it's so wonderful to see that. And uh, so we take great, great pleasure in finding out people's stories and, and asking questions. So I know that, you know, it, it, I said to somebody the other day, if it's just going to be about the product, I will get bored very quickly. Okay. It's gotta be, the product has got to lead somewhere. You know, that's why the product's gotta be so good that it, that it, that it generates something, you know, it won't be just a one time use only. It's gotta be something that connects, Full time with somebody. So,
1: Matt, I've, oh, sorry,
2: Dave, you. Well, no, I, I was, I was gonna, I was curious about like the thing that, that I'm finding interesting is, um, is to take a passion like you clearly have, Matt, and then turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm curious about the process. Like, how, how, have you always been an entrepreneur? Um, is there something about this that just—I mean, I obviously spoke to you so loudly that you wanted to do something with it, but you know, there's also this pragmatic part. Like, I'm hearing the passion; I get it; I totally get it. And i am again, like I'm saying, like, geez, maybe I should grow a beard, right? And—and um, and the connection with the customer and all that. Um, but what was the process for you getting, you know, with the, you know, the idea to actually saying, can I make some money doing this? And can I, you know, what what would you know? How can I make a living doing this, or or you know, get rich or whatever the goal is?
3: Um, yeah, I had been a frustrated entrepreneur. All my life, um, I I was at the, at the. I think I got my uncle, uncle to uh, lie about my age so I could sell Amway, back <laughs> back when Amway started, because it wasn't the product. It was about I got to go to people's houses and I got to, to sit in their living room and talk about something and and get people excited about something and you know and and so I was I was. You know, I, I sold Raleigh products. Some people don't remember Raleigh, but, you know, I would fill my car full of Raleigh and go door to door and sell it and uh, just had a great time meeting people and, and so on. And that was in, in my younger years. And... um which led me to a lot of things, anything to do with people I was always attracted to, which is funny because I grew up on a farm where there was more animals than there were people.
2: Well, maybe that's why you like people so
3: much. And (laughs) and I think, you know what, I can hardly wait to get off the farm. And uh, and I I remember years later asking my father, I said, Dad, I remember growing up there was always a milking machine on the wall, but we never used it. Why? And he looked at me with this serious look in his face. He said, because I had you. And um, <laughs> so well, I remember I, I did not enjoy my time on the farm at all. But uh, but when I found things that would take me into people's lives, I really enjoyed that. So there's always been that element in my life that's taken me to other countries. I've been to Africa, India, Haiti, Cuba, um, you know, and, and always... When I go to those countries, I always manage somehow to get involved in people's lives, or rather it's giving blankets out in an orphanage, you know, or delivering sand to somebody that's building an orphanage, something. I need to do something like that. So um, what, what's been the struggle is I was under the understanding that to be an entrepreneur, it was something you were initially born with, and it will develop on its own, And in recent years, I realized it's something that you do have to hone and you have to learn, and you have to surround yourself with people who have gone beyond what you've gone beyond and try to to gather from them that. So I've always had this threshold that I've gotten to, and I couldn't punch through. I've had a great idea Mm -hmm. I was really excited about. I got so far, and then it failed. And so this time, when I almost as a joke to myself, I said, of all things I've thought of, I'm gonna make this one really go. And, and I thought the way to do that is to find out how people do it. Not just do it based on what I think it should be, but I'll take my crazy ideas, like I'll name things and, and formulate things, and, but I wanna find the people who actually do, go take it that next level, rather it's somebody that uh, produces television shows, like Bragg. You know, and say, how do you do that? What's what's involved in that? How can I do that? Or people that that sell product globally and say, how did you do that? How's it work? And so, I don't know if that answers your question or not, but well, no, it does actually. My so, so,
2: you you know, I mean, you've you've like yeah, it does. You've done a lot. You see, so you've got the experience. What's making this difference is, you know, the, the, there's a, clearly the passion. Probably you. Could find and connecting with people, but it's then I'm hearing you did actually spent maybe more time. Maybe there's something about this that was more real for you. More time about how do I make this a success and how do I not be frustrated right. by it. And, right. and and that that's yeah. that's a good lesson. What are other people doing, and how are they being successful, mm-hmm. and how do we emulate that in in what, For me, it's and we is I'm in a coaching business, right? And so yeah, listening. Yeah. So so what I'm so and we're gonna do takeaways at the end of this. We always do at the end. I know you listen to all these, Matt. So you would know we do these great takeaways after. That's our biggest <laughs> fan. Yes. Um. But um. But what I'm. But already, I'll tell you my takeaway. I love how you connect your product. With, um, you know the, the goodness in people's lives and and all mm-hmm. you know and I just kind of a neat connection um, and, and and it's and, the most authentic connection
1: yeah, you know, yeah between a product and a customer yeah it's truly in the spirit yeah. of serving you know and I, uh, I know yeah.
3: I know this might be a bad thing to say but I'm I initially was shocked by the quality of my product because I was initially going into it because I'm excited about people right? And, and, you know, I've seen people with terrible product do really well because of how they executed, right? And I've seen people with great product not do well because the execution wasn't there. But I am to this day still shocked at the quality that we've been able to come up with with our product. When people come back to me and say, you know how good this is? And that's why I look at them and I go, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, it's, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's such a difference, Matt to authentically being so impressed with your own product um, as opposed to having that same enthusiasm but not be real. You know, that's right. Like, right. like really deceitful marketing is like this is awesome. You know? Yeah. But you yeah. You, you are <laughs> you built a product to serve your own needs. That's yeah. the neat kind of differential here. Do do you
2: know you know and, and actually that's a really good point because I think when like I know for example you know, again, we talk about the coaching business. And one of the things that I, I find resonates with people when I, we say, well, we, we have a we have a philosophy that says beware of the coach who has no coach. I got a great coach. One of the first things I did was hire a coach and people go, really? And it's like, well, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and so yeah. I tell other people getting into the business, into our sector, I say, you know, like if you're not using the service – that you're selling right. like uh, right. that's that that's you know there's a disconnect with the customer because you're saying oh it's oh, good yeah. for all of you but you know I wouldn't use it right.
3: Well, you can't give what you don't have. Yeah. You know you have got to be receiving. It. I'm a certified life coach as well. Oh, okay. Wow. And that's kind of what <laughs> kind of indirectly got me into this in the in the first place because.
2: Oh, well, see, there is <laughs> an interesting. That's
3: cool. Yeah. So you keep telling people, follow your passion,
2: yep.
3: find out what it is, yep. and you can live much happier that way. Right. So I this partly became an example that I could use to people, but okay. it became a bigger monster than the example. Right. And so I love my example so much, I kind of ran with it.
1: There's a good story in that. Well, speaking of good story, Dave, um, we're just going to put it out there. Matt and I are are talking about doing a TV show because beard culture is huge around North America. Unfortunately, as Matt has uh, uh, expressed earlier, that he wants to know how the process works of everything that he touches. He's realizing that's a slow process. Getting uh, (laughs) so, Matt, I apologize for bringing you into that part of the journey. But there's a great—he's a great character, and he's got a great message. And think about the, we call them beardos, respectfully. Think about the beardo culture in all of North America. So we've got a few TV concepts that we're going to be pitching to networks with Matt and in his uh, infinite search for connecting with the most iconic change-making beardos on the planet. I want to put it out to our listeners. We need other TV show ideas. Now that you've heard Matt, you understand his passion. You understand his authenticity. Look on the website. You can see what he looks like. He's got these wicked videos of flames. He's called the Bearded Dragon. And he spits <clears> fire <throat> out. And like it's it's the craziest thing you've ever seen. Um, we want to hear from our audiences. What would be the best beard TV show you could think of? Just email us. And I think that would be a really fun experiment. Let's close the eyes. As long as we you guys.
3: know, I'm not... Wanting to go in the woods and run and catch rabbits with my mouth. Not that kind of a TV show.
1: Right. It's, it's the elevation of the beard, right? <laughs> you, you are bringing sophistication and grooming. And, uh, you know, you, you want to say to the world, people behind beards have a lot to offer and a yep. lot to say, right? And, you know, the stereotypes are, are awesome as well. Bikers, right. hippies, uh, you know, rednecks. But that's yeah. not what you're talking about. So, oh, yeah, so that's have a, that's you noticed
3: a, yeah, that's, sorry, I got excited because beards <laughs> are becoming so cross-cultural that you can't nail down a culture to a beard anymore.
2: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: That's really they're yeah. they're,
3: they're blending. I mean, so much so that I, I'm this is a, a very uneducated observation, but I've noticed that you've got the what they call the lumbersexual, right? That seem to be a mixture between the hipster and a redneck. I don't know, maybe I've insulted them, but I don't know. But it's like, you've got hipsters wearing hunting jackets and plaid and all this stuff, and they've created a whole new genre.
1: And there's tattoos and, on them too.
3: Yeah, so there's there's really, beards are not a biker accessory anymore. You know, even though they do look really good, you know, going down the road on a bike. But anyway, um, you know, they're, they're everywhere on, on everybody. There are male models now, who are getting top dollar because they have a f- crazy, wonderful beard?
2: I think actually, you know what? I just I was just looking at um. Well, one of my friends has uh. What's it called? Uh, Paul Paul Simmons has Robert Simmons Clothing Store in Fredericton, and yep. uh, and I looked at his um, magazine that comes out. You know, it's quarterly, and the models yep. a lot of them wearing beards. Well, and, and I mean, And I'm talking full beards, like hardly not even groomed in one case, but they're very cool suits, and it was just so, oh. such an interesting contrast, you know.
3: Yeah. Well, well in in England for years they've been giving an award every year to a successful bearded businessman.
2: That's <laughs> right. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, so you and guys, guys get, get an award. Well, the call to action is good, Greg. I want to hear what people come up with when they email you guys because there's so much to go there. Um We could talk about this for another half an hour at least, I think. Um, Matt, I I look forward to meeting you, man, Uh, uh, next week, in fact. uh, You'll be easy to spot, I'm guessing. Um, And I'll have to go on and check out your site and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, uh, Thanks so much. How do people find you again? Just as a reminder, you, you mentioned the website earlier.
3: Yeah, if you type in Sussex Beard, uh, you'll find us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, again, keep in mind that I have a one leg in one generation, one leg in the other. So I have this love hate relationship with s- social media. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing my best, so, um, uh, but our website is, is up there, good, good to go to. Uh, there's YouTube videos available. Um, a lot of them are not edited that well, so you get the raw person. Uh, there's nothing fancy there. So,
1: and uh, Matt, you know the video that we did together. Yes. Uh, um, on our Hemingway's Vimeo account, we've got this amazing interview with Matt. And it looks great. It okay. really tells. So we'll, we'll put that link in our in our show notes. Thanks. And Matt, we're totally out of time, but we're going to let you leave with one bit of inspiration to other. Um, solopreneurs who, or want to be entrepreneurs um, to take that leap. And you're a life coach, so I know you're going to give us something good.
3: Well, I mean, it's no mistake that we have I don't think we've ever had a time in history where an entrepreneur had more resources at his fingertips with other success models, um, you know, all these things. And I think the time is right for anybody that's got an idea that they want to develop. It's not really hard or I wouldn't have done it my motto is if I can do it anybody can so I would encourage anybody uh, there's no such thing as a bizarre idea if it's your idea it's creative and I just would encourage anybody that's out there just start to share it with your close friends and uh, and just see how it how the response is and and because it's an amazing thing I, I love hearing people's ideas. So that's that's about all I can say, I guess.
2: That's well well, well said. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, and very Matt. nice meeting you, Matt.
3: Okay. Take okay, care, buddy. Take care. Okay, bye. So, yeah. Uh it was
1: Harry, right? I told you it was gonna yeah, be a hairy discussion. That's
2: great. What a great guy. I mean, he just like you said, he oozes passion this <laughs> yeah, guy.
1: And and I think that's the neat thing because Matt is someone who had a passion first and really figured out how to capitalize that passion. Uh, I don't know what the splits are. But I know for Heming's House, we're changing all the time, and mm-hmm. you know I will become passionate about a TV show right now because we're working on it, or mm-hmm. you know a TV commercial. Well, you're passionate yeah. about storytelling, storytelling, and yeah. then you have an avenue to which is called you
2: know film and and right. to help support a medium to support that passion. That's what I see, and you mm-hmm. and a visual artist and all right, that Right, right, right. But yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, well, so the, for me, the big takeaway with Matt is this. Actually, you know what the big one is? Is uh, when he, when he mentioned being a life coach and and uh you know this whole kind of coaching thing and but the idea that you know he was i'm sure he was espousing certain philosophies and ideas and the idea that you have to live that and in our business you know um it's pretty hard for me to coach an entrepreneur and say and 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 support them going for it if i'm not doing it myself so it's this almost this thing where you look at yourself in the mirror and say okay um how can i have any integrity um, if, you know, in, with, a, a, you know, sharing a philosophy, an idea or, or encouraging someone, if I'm not doing the same thing, I hear him doing that very cool.
1: Amen, Dave. Next week, I want to see a beard on you. See you later, man.
0: Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com. And on Twitter, at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit HemmingsHouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening. And remember, keep that pot boiling.
3: Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind what she said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada. Women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com.
2: What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com.
3: It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.